Hello everyone and welcome again to another Teacher Joseph podcast. Well, on Thursday, Threads is coming. I can say Threads using the singular Threads is because Threads in this case is a company name. It's not bits of thread that you put into a needle. Threads is the new Twitter from Facebook. Uh, as you know, Facebook's parent company, Meta, they've wanted to make an alternative Twitter for some time, and it's coming on Thursday, and its name will be Threads. So the company, Threads, or maybe I should call it the platform, Threads, is coming on Thursday. So notice I'm using the singular there. It's already in the App Store on your iPhone if you have it. I don't think it's on Android yet. It's probably uh, online via Facebook. I haven't looked, but it's launched on Thursday. Um, I'm not sure if I'll try it, to be honest. I mean, I went on Twitter, but it was just people screaming and shouting at each other. Then they brought out that Twitter alternative, Mastodon, uh, for people who don't like Facebook and its philosophies, perhaps it's something to avoid. I mean, I'll probably go and have a look at it, but uh, I tried Instagram once. It just wasn't my thing. I'm on Facebook and WhatsApp, and of course, those two are merged. It regularly attacks my contacts <laughs> in WhatsApp. So to get onto threads probably will be quite easy. Um, I'll probably just have to log in with my Facebook, but uh, yeah, I'll be interested to see what it looks like at least. <clears throat> um, in other news today, today is Independence Day in America, so if you're in the US, uh, happy Independence Day. I don't really know what they do on this day. I know it's the day that they left the UK in, I think, 1776. Uh, they weren't very happy with our government. <laughs> I mean, who is? Uh, that's why many companies choose to break away. Um, it was the same in Ireland in, in, in 1921, wasn't it? They had the 1916 uprising, and then they broke away from Britain uh, because they felt that the government really didn't like them. So it was the same in America. Yeah, they were having issues with us, and they broke away in 1776. Um, I don't know if they actually celebrate it as breaking away from Britain. I think they just see it as the day that America became independent. And you know, for Americans, that's kind of a big deal. You know, they always, as we've discussed before, you see them on social media. I am American. I'm an American citizen. I have rights. Yeah. <laughs> so that's usually when they're being carried off airplanes drunk and things or when they get into trouble. <clears throat> I was watching a movie the other day and they were, they were shouting, I am an American citizen again. I don't know what they... They do this whole nationalism thing, you know, this idea of being American. We don't have that here. You know, we don't have people on the streets saying, oh, I'm British or I am British. I have rights. 
uh, we, we don't use those kind of things. In fact, if you fly the British flag here, people will quickly disappear. <laughs> we don't uh, like displays of nationalism because we are a very diverse country and we celebrate our diversity. We love people from other countries. We love people coming to live and work here. We, we, we love people who um, <clears throat> make Britain their home. <clears throat> we have people here from all different parts of the world. So if you put up a British flag, it's quite, um, how can I say, it's quite derogatory. It's, it's very divisive. It's something which was a symbol of our colonies. And if you put it up here, uh, a lot of people will be very unhappy, especially me because it, it shows that you're not respecting the diversity of the country. I mean, I think the government's idea is the flag represents all of us, but for many people, it's a painful reminder of their country's past. So, yeah, I think one of my neighbors has a British flag in one of their windows, and every time we walk past, we always go, ooh, oh, that's really uncomfortable, you know? So we, we don't have these displays of nationalism. I've never heard anyone say here, I'm British. And if they do, they they say it kind of under their breath, you know. I know when I travel, I'm very ashamed to say that I'm British. It's not a word that I would use to identify myself, you know. If someone asks me where I'm from, when I'm traveling in another country, if they're lucky, they might find out that I was born in the north of the UK. Uh, maybe if they push me, I might say, oh, I was born in Scotland, uh, but lived in England for a while, or grew up in England. But I, I wouldn't use the word British. I'm kind of ashamed to be British. When I see the way they behave, and when I see the way British people behave when they're on holiday, um, yeah, this is one thing about the UK. We all have these little identities, you know. Um, so, no, I wouldn't say I'm British. <clears throat> Unless I get into trouble, of course. In which case it'll be, oh, excuse me, <laughs> I'm British, get me a lawyer. Uh, but no, it's, it's not something that's, that I'm very proud of. And many of us aren't. Uh, especially when we think of our barbaric history across the world. Ooh, oh no. Um, anyway... Um, if you are celebrating Independence Day, uh, good luck with that. Yeah, they, they apparently have a declaration of independence. <clears throat> you know, it's very interesting. Uh, in the UK, we don't have any kind of constitutional documents. There's nothing. Uh, there's no founding documents. There's no papers to claim that we're British. Uh, there's just nothing. And that makes it very difficult when the government tries to change any of our really old laws because there's nothing to change. You know, in America, they, they talk about uh, um, this document that they have and then they talk about the First Amendment, the Second Amendment, the Third Amendment. We don't have anything like that. Um, there is one document which is... English, and remember the UK is made up of four countries, uh, which 
is called the Magna Carta, which is something of a document for England. Uh, even when the four countries that make up the UK became part of the entity, which you know as the UK, uh, I don't even think there's documents for that. I know that England and Wales, um, uh, Wales isn't a separate country, it's technically a principality, but Scotland and England, that was kind of a big deal. I think the King of Scotland came south to be the king of both countries. King James the sixth of Scotland, King James the first of England. Um, that was kind of a big thing. I'm not even sure that was documented in law. I don't remember, uh, but certainly uh, there's no documents about the constitution of England or the UK or any of the other bits of the UK. <clears throat> this became very apparent in 2013 because before that our royals were not allowed to marry Roman Catholics. This is an ancient law which exists in other bits of Europe as well. Um, <clears throat> the royals tend to be uh, Protestant, and even at the king's coronation, he had to declare that he would uphold Protestant Protestantism. Uh, and when he said that at the coronation, I think everyone across the UK was, what? You're mentioning religion? Because here religion is not important. Um, and also we have many people living here who aren't Christian. So when he made this declaration at the coronation, I promised to uphold uh, the Presbyterian Church. Everyone was, ooh, ooh, that's uncomfortable. Oh no, did you really have to say that? And I'm sure that's something which will be removed at some point in the future. Um, yeah, so we, we have no documents. So my point is that uh, when they changed the law, in 2013, to allow royals to marry Roman Catholics, uh, there was nothing to change. There was no documents there uh, which mentioned this. So they, they had to pass a resolution uh, declaring it to be right. But there was no other trace of it anywhere in our written documentation. So things like that get really messy. And that's why... I think our government hasn't tried to separate a royal family from the government uh, because I don't think any lawyer <laughs> would want that job uh, because there's no other historical documents bringing them together. It would be a very difficult thing. The same with the church. I mean, the royals have been head of the English church since... Uh, I think the 12th or 13th century. So there's no easy way to to write that out to get rid of it, you know. So, yeah, but it's interesting. Um, yeah, to be a king or queen in this country, you must be raised within the Church of England, the Anglican Church. Uh, you can marry a Roman Catholic now since 2013 but you can't be one yourself if you want to be king or queen one day. Okay, so even if you're royal, you still can't.
a Catholic, but you can marry one now. It's interesting because uh, Princess Michael of Kent, uh, she's the wife of the Queen's first cousin. Of course, the Queen is dead now. So <clears throat> she became Catholic, and that was a big discussion point uh, across the UK. So that law about the royals <clears throat> and Catholicism uh, that came into force finally in 2015. So clearly they had two years to bring that into into the law. Um, yeah, so very interesting. Yeah, very interesting. Anyway, that's Independence Day and that's the state of our uh, documentation. <clears throat> so yes, I hope you've enjoyed uh, our podcast on that. And uh, I'll see you again soon. So have a wonderful day, whatever you're doing. If you're celebrating Independence Day, I think it's Bastille Day in France as well. Um, oh, and yesterday was Tom Cruise's birthday. Isn't that nice? Happy birthday, Tom. And uh, yeah, see you. Bye.